0: Guys in Shorts, your favorite podcast for all things sports, entertainment, and pop culture. Mm -hmm. Be sure you're following us on Twitter at Guys in Shorts Pod. And on Instagram, same thing. Is it? Don't ask me. dang it. Yeah. It's Guys in Shorts Pod, right? That's right. Darren? Yes, yes. Yes. Okay. You got Uh, it. And and, hey. (laughs) You know what? I know that uh, I'm not doing a, a, a big service here by forgetting our Twitter handle <laughs> literally every week when it's not written right in front of me. But, You're uh, just not a millennial, man. One thing I do know is if you haven't given us a review, you need to do that. Make a New Year's resolution to, uh, to give us a review. And a you know five-star what? review, yeah. A five-star review, and, and let's just knock that resolution out together right now. Scroll on down to uh, where the reviews are. <laughs> Hit five stars. Maybe write a nice little thing about us, and uh, and you're done. New Year's resol- resolution finished, and uh, we can go on about our our
1: year.
2: Perfect.
0: That's Perfect. A, done that's and a done. Much
1: easier resolution than what I'm trying to do.
0: <laughs> you got a
1: resolution? It's always about losing weight, man. Every oh. Year. What yes. about just eating healthy? Just make it easy. Yeah. Instead of losing weight, eat healthy. No, I like the fad diets—the ones that really don't work, but you lose a couple pounds real quick.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you going to do the, the Dwayne DeRock Johnson workout.
1: That's right. Yeah. Oh,
3: man.
0: <laughs> On the show this week, we're going to talk about those filthy cheating Astros and Red Sox. We heard the uh, penalties that uh, came out for the Astros, and turns out the price of a World Series is not that steep. It wasn't that yeah. terrible, no. Yeah. yeah. We'll talk about that and uh, how that affects the legacies of the Dodgers and, uh, and where that ranks in the cheating scandals. Mm. In baseball, past plus uh, LSU beat Clemson. None of us watched it, but we still have thoughts.
1: (laughs) And And by we, he means me. Yeah,
0: (laughs) Bandez, of course. um, Also, somebody uh, figured out how to uh, hijack the fantasy daily fantasy sports. Yeah, that is pretty awesome. Won the
1: daily one million dollar prize.
0: Oh, love that! And. She was a former bachelor contestant. Oh, she was a bachelorette. Yes. Yeah. Makes it even more exciting yeah. for now Ben I, anyway. Yeah. Yes. Now I see it. Uh so yeah, we'll we'll talk about that. And also a California couple that beat some bike thieves with a <laughs> bat. Yeah. Yeah. Good for them. And uh Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah fair and balanced people <laughs> all that plus i'm gonna to try to get through the show without hiccuping all over the place because yeah, the, the whiskey has already been flowing Woo! my friends let's get this started i'm jeff wilson
2: and that is darren basa it's still cheating even though you're not in the same zip code guys yeah that's yeah. true that is it's true still cheating. absolutely in this is. case it is oh, mm.
0: cheating <laughs> cheaters who cheat and back for this first time this year. Oh, yeah. Mr. Ben Garcia. hoopty hoop. Yeah! Ooh. He's Smooth back. Water. I put some stank on it. Oh, yes, you did. You got sugar in your voice tonight. Yeah, I'm excited to, to be to here. to see you, my friend. Uh-uh. You feeling better? You were a little sick last week.
1: Yeah, you know what? I got sick between Christmas and New Year's, and last week it was just lingering. And so, no, this I'm 100% now. Glad to be back. All right. Nice. It's good to have you back. Mm-hmm. Uh... Well, let's, let's jump right in,
0: because I feel like um, this is one of those episodes where we think it's going to be a half an hour. Yeah. Uh, ben hopes. <laughs> the
1: first segment will be a half and hour. And then
0: Ben talks for 59 minutes. And <laughs> Darren and I get 30 seconds each.
2: Hey, so, Amen. He has his yeah. opinions.
0: Yeah. Yes, he
2: does. You've already hit your quota.
0: <laughs> so the uh, penalties were announced for those filthy, cheating Astros, mm-hmm. and... Um, it's uh not so steep, Ben. You want to
1: recap it? So, well, by recap do you mean like go through what yeah, happened? Yeah, what were the penalties? Okay, so uh, the the GM and the head coach or the manager of of the Astros mm-hmm. were banned by Major League Baseball for one season. One, one season. season guys. And so sabbatical. Subsequently, yeah, subsequently the Astros then fired both. From their posts, so they will not be taking a year off with the Astros and returning. They are going to be gone. Okay. Uh, Major League Baseball fined the Astro organization five million dollars.
2: Nothing,
0: which
1: is nothing compared
2: to these organizations. When you think They're
1: about just a, the get yeah. that they made in the World Series in yeah. one game. Oh yeah. So five million is, is dollars nothing. on the cent or cents on the dollar. Yep. And then took away their first and second round draft picks in the next two drafts. Okay. And so w- when you think about it. From an organizational standpoint, if I were the Dodgers, I would be looking at what I can do to purchase surveillance equipment so that I could do the same thing <laughs> and win a World Series. Is Simply Safe have
0: New Year's <laughs> deals
1: going on? I don't know, man, but it can be hard. It can't be that hard to yeah, hide a small I camera. Um, but from from the from the the coaches and GM standpoint, obviously, you know they they took the hit. Um, what has come out was that Alex Cora, who was a bench coach with the Astros at the time, was the one that. Uh, es- essentially he's the one that instigated the entire thing and, and the ran. mastermind. He was the mastermind yeah. behind it. And so uh, AJ Hinch, who's the manager, uh, wh- he was in the know, didn't stop it. The GM was also in the know. He didn't stop it. Um, but anyway, he was instrumental um, in, in getting that thing going and getting it working. And then subsequently after he leaves in 2017, was hired by the Boston Red Sox to become their manager. And so guess what the next year the boston red sox were in the world series and so uh as of as of uh as of time of recording major league baseball has not completed its investigation on what happened with boston but you've got to think that they're probably going to get hit with sanctions as well yeah so that's where it stands today wow uh and your thoughts on that like i said as, as as an organization well, let me let me take a step back. So, Eric isn't here, so I need to mention USC <laughs> sanctions. Oh, oh wow! Didn't expect that this early. There yeah. It is. So, so here here was my thought as a USC fan. So, you know, we we go ahead, we win the title in two thousand five, and then lose the title in two thousand six. And I think it was two thousand seven or two thousand eight when the investigation with Reggie Bush happened, mm-hmm. and the NC two A came in, and they ma- they forced USC to vacate their title. Now, if you were to ask any sports fan, East Coast to West Coast, who won the NC two A football championship in 2005, everyone will say USC. Yeah. But what stings as a USC fan is that when you go to USC games or you see USC football paraphernalia and where it lists the years that they won the titles, 2005 is ominously missing. You don't see it. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. like it never happened the the Heisman that they used to show from Reggie Bush that was in, in in the little trophy case that's gone, you know the little football trophy that's gone, it's like they just erased the year. Now in everybody's mind they won, yeah, and so there is something mentally that goes along with vacating the title. I think that they should, you major league baseball should have done that. They should have said, you know, moving forward we've had a World Series. You know, winner every year with the exception of, I think, the year we went to war, like in the in the early 1900s, the 1994 strike, strike season, yeah. and then this year. And it was vacated because of this reason. And so to leave it, I feel like, leaves a little bit of a tarnish on Major League Baseball. I think that they should have taken that small additional step because I do think that it does matter to its fans when the flag isn't hanging, they can't advertise that they won that year because essentially, to me, it's rewarding the organization for doing something that it wasn't right. Yeah. At the same time, and
0: and I agree, but isn't there isn't you couldn't you say there's penalty enough in knowing that there's shame in that title now? Now that everyone knows that everyone looks at that and says, "Oh, well, there's an asterisk by it; it's cheating. Nobody counts it anymore. It's almost penalty. Like by you know, you, you did it? the deed. Like no, none of the players are going to be proud to wear that ring anymore,
2: right?" I think that's even more damaging noting that yeah. there is a asterisk out there because if you're a fan of Houston and and you've been watching this team throughout that World Series and you talk about that 2017 season to another person who is not a Houston fan, yeah. What are you going to think? That that entire World Series is just bullshit. Yeah. The only reason why you won is because you were cheating. Yeah. And I think that is even more damaging than just erasing it off. The, and the
1: thing is is that the, the Bastos were so good that year that they could have won it on their own. Yeah. But you know But could they have I think so. I think that they had the talent. I mean the, the Dodgers I mean, honestly, the Dodgers that season was probably their best shot at winning a World Series. And so as a Dodgers fan, it does it absolutely stings. Like <laughs> yeah. to think about your team is the one that got cheated out of the yeah. World Series, it hurts. But you know, when I when I say that I would like for the Astros to vacate that, in no way would I want the Dodgers to get it backhanded that way. Yeah, you know, I don't uh, think yeah. that. I it's, agree with that. It's I, yeah. too I bad. I wouldn't want to accept that, but it yeah. does hurt that it hurt that it hurt my team.
0: Yeah. Well, let's talk about that because. It, That year, I mean, that was another year where it was Kershaw's awful in the playoffs. It was another year, yep. Uh, Darvish, Darvish. oh, he gave up two games, yep. Yeah, and and like another year of all that stuff. Do those did that have an effect on those guys' legacy?
1: Uh, Do, Do we look at them differently? So, so Jansen, that was sort of the beginning of the end because I think that. Going into that postseason, he was he was one of the best closers in baseball. And I would say that ever since that happened, he was not the same pitcher the following year when we when we played the um Red Sox. Because you Series. could
0: you could make the argument that, that broke they him. got in his head and broke him. Yeah. Because yeah. baseball is such a mental game. Right. So I didn't even think of that. Yeah.
1: Wow. So so in eighteen he wasn't the same player, and in nineteen they didn't even want to go to him in the closing role. They were going to Maeda. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they were trying to try to go to anybody but Jansen because yeah. they didn't trust him. You uh, Darvish, uh, if you remember, he was lights out for two games against the Cubs in the National League Championship that year. And I remember my dad and I saying, God, we ought to pitch him game one and game four because he was our ace at the time and just got absolutely smashed. And then remember the reports later was that, oh, he was tipping his pitches. Tipping or, his pitches, yeah. With a camera. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and and, and, and if you think about it, I mean, then he gets signed for like, a five-year deal with the Chicago Cubs. and. I mean, has completely disappeared. So it ruined yeah. his career. And now I think it's taken a couple of years, and, and, and now he's starting to pitch a little bit better. But, yeah, I mean, I think that when you get smashed the way that, that him and Kershaw did for, for two straight or, or for two straight games in, in mm-hmm. the biggest stage of Major League Baseball, it's, it's got to hurt. And, it, and, of course, it's, it's going to sound backhanded for Kershaw, but he gave up games before they were tipping pitches. So, you know, yeah. I don't feel as bad for him. But I mean, that that was his shot at winning the World Series, yeah. and 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 who knows if he wins that World Series, maybe maybe 2018 is different. Yeah, you know, he comes oh, yeah. in and 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 he's he he's got the right frame of mind, and he's already a World Series champion. He's so, conquered
0: a postseason. Yes, so yeah. it, yes. it
1: really has changed the the trajectories of many careers. Uh, the Dodgers organization as a whole. Yeah. Um, How about know, Dave Roberts? Dave. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. It, it absolutely. Yeah. Because you're right. If it, it wouldn't have mattered what pitcher he put in, if they were stealing signs, he, they were going to light up whoever they yeah, put whoever, in, whether it yeah. was Baez or, or you know, whoever whoever they put in, it, it, they would probably have gotten lit up in the same situation. It just so happens that it was their best pitchers that Roberts trusted at the end. <laughs> you know, and and we got beat.
2: Yeah. It's just so amazing. Some of these numbers that you would see in Houston, on base percentages from Altuve, uh, home runs versus on the road versus at home. At home, staggering amounts. But when you're on the road, not necessarily. Right. I'm. I'm really curious. I mean, the players they had a really lot to do with it. But yet again, none of the players, no penalties whatsoever. Well, and so that's they. They haven't been fined or anything like that.
1: Yeah. So, and that kind of goes to so. What I would have liked to have seen Major League Baseball do, mm-hmm. if they really, if they, it's okay, so let me kind of equate this to, like, driving in the carpool lane. Okay. So, if the state really wanted to get people to not drive in the carpool lane that don't have more than two people, what you do is you, you take their car away from them. Like, you know, or, or you (laughs) find them (laughs) $5,000, you know, and you don't let them re-register their vehicle until they pay the fine or, or something like if you really are serious about something, you can get people to not text and drive. You can really get people to not get in the carpooling. You just, you need to make the, 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 the penalty so painful that when people look at their options and say, well, I can lose my car, you know, and get it impounded, or I have to pay a $5,000 fine. Okay. You know what? I'm not going to drive in the carpooling. So if Major League Baseball was truthfully trying to get this and legislate this out of baseball, one of the things that I would have liked to have seen was for Major League Baseball to essentially do an expansion draft with, with, with every team <laughs> and, and start from the bottom ah, and say this is going to be a waiver wire. So the worst team <laughs> in the league, gets first crack at any player that they want from the Astros and this includes their major league roster oh, wow. and oh, man. wow and their and their minor league roster right because sometimes teams are trying to build yeah. and they want to get young talent mm-hmm. and what they have to do is the contracts don't stay don't change so you have to assume whatever the contract is of that player okay. so the player doesn't lose out but essentially give every team from bottom to top the opportunity to take whatever player <laughs> on top of what they've already been punished because to me what that does is that would take that would make Houston irrelevant probably for the next 10 years and if they if they have to contract teams because major league baseball stops making money that would be the first team to be contracted and so to me that hits the owner and it hits it hits the team and you know what in some cases it hits the players because now they have to relocate from Houston to a different city so to me that's what I would have liked to have seen that is way that too is harsh that's pretty harsh that, that almost ruins a
2: team probably longer than a decade. Yeah, good. I mean, you guys, <laughs> listen, you guys
0: did it to
1: yourselves by hiring Mike Trout for 12 years. How about how about we make them sign Pujols for another 10? <laughs> they have to sign Pujols. I wouldn't wish that upon them. <laughs> but I mean, honestly, like to me, if if you really want to make a death penalty for a team, you got to make it hurt. And you got to hit the owner in the balls. And and to me the way you do that is by taking a competitive team because i mean think about this and you guys were you guys are in the net or american you're, league yeah west. we're in the division yeah if you take away even and, and and i'm not saying that each team has to take somebody away somebody might say you know what we're, we're not interested so even if you take their 10 best players away i mean now you guys have a legitimate shot at winning the american league west because now it's between you and the a's and you never know what you're going to get with the a's mm-hmm. right um so it could change the whole trajectory of of the division you know, And, and then if, if, the, if the Astros go from winning 100 games to now losing 100 games, now nobody's going to those games. Nobody's watching on TV. They can't sell uh, advertisement. They're yeah. not getting gate uh, dollars. They're not selling beers. They're not selling parking. Who does that hit? That hits the owner. And ultimately, the owner should be the one responsible for what's going on with that organization. Wow. The owner, though, is just so far up the <laughs> chain. He is far up the chain, but you know what? As an owner, you are responsible for all of your people.
0: Oh man, that's that's harsh. Yeah,
1: yeah. Any other any other penalties you'd uh, throw their way? No, I think that's it. Unless you can think of something, I've already said. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Fuck them. Take away the rings. Oh, that was yeah, you know what? I did I did mention that to you guys. Yeah. Because really the players haven't been penalized. Yeah, they have at a minimum, if you don't do what I had su- just suggested, what you do is you figure out major league baseball should ask the Astros how many rings did you give away? Because they generally give it to players. Staff staff, yeah. Coaching, coaches, yeah. You know, ownership stadium announcers. Stadium announcers. Yep. What you do is you ask the Astros, I want the bill for whatever whatever you paid in in that and also in, in World Series bonuses. Mm-hmm and then go to every person that was given a ring to have to return it and also return your bonus, and then Major League Baseball takes that money and donates it to charity. Okay. Oh, okay. Because now it's going to hit the players in the pocket.
0: Yeah. I I do think the players should be uh, involved in this penalty but a at, little more.
2: I, and I agree with that, but at what point, which players do you hit? I mean, how many are on the roster? Was it 52?
1: Two. I mean it's, it's a 25 and man roster 25 man roster
2: plus the extended roster so I mean the 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 players who were not necessarily involved maybe didn't even touch the field you're still in the fact that you're going to go ahead and take away their ring you, Absolutely. Go ba-
0: you go back to every <laughs> you pay somebody to go through every single video of every single game that year and we know it exists and you I'm listen sure does, yeah. for that you beating trash can uh-huh. I have, a, I have a, and if a player was at bat and there was a beating trash can.
1: They're penalized. I have. I have. Okay. Okay. I actually have a response to that. Mm-hmm. Well, have you seen a few good men? Yeah. Of course. Okay. It's one of the greatest movies ever made. Absolutely. And if you remember the ending, after Jack Nicholson says, "You need me on that wall," you know You're, that he goes through that whole thing. You me on that wall. You right. need me on that wall. They end up convicting the two Marines yeah. for hazing. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so you know the 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 younger the younger one was like what do you mean he admitted that he forced us to do it and then the older marine who got in trouble says we took an oath and that oath is that we need to stick up for guys like that yeah so my point would be that even if you were the youngest man and and the the guy that never touched the field on the back end of the bench you see something like that happening report it that's your responsibility and you're being held accountable for that
2: Hmm.
1: well here's the problem with society there's you want me to get on my soapbox. there's a name for somebody (laughs) there's no accountability it's called a rat you know what? Fuck yeah! <laughs> it's you know that's, what? It's not part of the game. It's not. Yeah, it's not it's, right. It's and you know what? You're right. I, I agree with you, Jeff. That you are the rat. Don't say anything. But then don't complain about the penalty. Yeah. Okay. Let's blow up the Astros. I love blow them up. Yeah. Blow them up. Hey, I'm
0: fine. Make our <laughs> yeah. division a lot
2: easier. We'd
0: still and then
1: some. blow up the Red Sox next because that's coming.
2: Oh yes. So what about Let's... Alex Cora? I mean, he he seemed to be the mastermind. What is his penalty right now?
1: Well, as of now. There is no penalty directly on him. So he was- What would you imagine? Well, we so here's the mean. thing. So he's named, obviously, in the report, or I don't yes. know if it's a report, but- that The findings, yeah. The findings yeah. are essentially that he was the the, the, the catalyst. So Boston took the, the step of actually firing mm-hmm. him from his position.
0: Well, it was mutually uh, they parted ways.
1: Oh, is that but- how they worded it? <laughs> right. Anyway, he, yeah. he got fired. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And so- I, to be honest with you, I think that uh, it's it's probably going to be a minimum of a couple years before major league teams, especially if they think that he is an actually good manager, yeah. would be willing to give him a chance. But it, it's one of those things where you know if it comes out, in addition to what he's already been charged with with the Astros, that he's now masterminded it with Boston. the Boston Red Sox. Mm-hmm. I think that Major League Baseball should ban him the way they did uh, uh, Pete Rose, Pete Rose yeah. and and Shula's Joe Jackson. Yeah.
0: Well, let's talk about that. Is where this ranks in in the scandals that we've seen previously.
1: Mm-hmm. Pete Rose. I mean, so if p- you think about what, Pete Rose, what Pete Rose did. So, so from from what I and and I've I've seen several interviews uh, uh, with Pete Rose and and what he's admitted to. Now, Pete Rose is <laughs> he's a very not a non-believable guy. You just, <laughs> he doesn't come across as authentic, shady. right? Sure. So, so what you hear from him is what he wants you to hear. Mm-hmm. So I can't say whether or not what he's admitted to is as far as it went, but what he's admitted to was that he has bet on games in major league baseball uh with other teams. And if he bet on his own team, it was always for his own team to win. Yeah.
2: And that's what I've heard too. Yeah.
1: yeah. And, and so, and this, and I'm going to take this kind of a little you know, off, but I mean Tim Donaghy. He was a he was the NBA referee mm-hmm. who was ended up. He was convicted in federal court where he had to do uh, jail time for for essentially working with gamblers to you know pick games to win. And you know he said that he never shaved points, but you don't know that right and so you don't know whether he shave points so that the mob can win Mm -hmm. you know a certain amount of money and i'm not going to take pete rose at face value for not putting in his best pitcher in a situation if he thinks that the guy he puts in to give up a home run and and win or lose the game like when you're a manager and you're in a position to change the outcome of games i think that or not a manager just anybody who has the ability to change the outcome of a game if you get caught cheating You should be removed from the game, and so I think Pete Rose, rightfully so, was removed from the game. Now, I like Pete Rose. I like the way he played when I saw him, because when I was a kid, he was a player manager. So he was, I think he was probably the last player manager where he would manage and then he would go in, you know, to to bat or whatever Mm -hmm. it was. Mm -hmm. And I remember Charlie Hustle, like you know the way he used to dive. I loved the energy that he used to play with. I think rightfully so, he was banned. Um, I would like. It, and it's I'm talking from both sides of my mouth here. I think as a fan, I'd like to see him reinstated. Sure. Okay. But I think that my mind tells me that he shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. And hmm Fair enough. So you don't believe him? I don't believe him. Yeah. Do you I, think cause baseball- Because he think... didn't admit it until he got caught and they had proof and then only admitted to what made him look good.
0: Yeah. Do you think MLB knows
1: more than- Do you think they know-
0: They probably than... do
1: and for his sake probably oh, yeah. didn't release it. Yeah. You know, so so I, I think he was rightfully banned. And I think that, you know, the PED guys, Bonds, Clemens, uh, you know, all those heavy hitters in the 90s, mm-hmm. Sosa, I think that all those guys should have been banned at the time because taking those PEDs directly impacted the result of games. Yeah. You know, so let's and, and rank if you, if you them. And if you want to legislate out cheating, you have to give the death penalty. Yeah. I think what, those, what Major League Baseball is doing is because they realize that those, those guys are people who people come to see.
0: Mm-hmm. And yeah. they
1: don't want to ban them because if they ban them, then they lose, they do, they lose market share. And so they're in a really tough spot. And, and you know, who knows? But anyway, yeah, go ahead. How, what, uh,
0: let's go uh, least bad offense to worst offense among those three.
1: Okay, so Peds, the Astros, and Pete Rose. Pete Rose. Wow, I would have said. I mean, we could go. No, shoeless I'm saying Joe I'm, I'm asking, Jackson I'm asking, too, but oh, I feel okay. like that one's that one was, obviously the worst. Well, right? so so the thing is, is that there's there when and I'm, they clearly tanked. Well, right. I I disagree with that. Right. I so isn't that true? I don't know if I read an article or if I saw a documentary, but with the shoeless Joe Jackson thing, obviously I'm not old enough. Maybe Vic would remember, but. <laughs> <laughs> His statistics in the World Series that year where they accused him of tanking were as good or better than what he was doing in the previous part of the season. And so he himself, based on statistics alone, did not appear as though he was he was actually throwing the World Series Mm -hmm. himself. So there is an argument to have been made that he actually was banned for something that he didn't actually do. Really? Yeah. Now of of course that was before my time and and i think for the sake of this conversation let's let's take our
0: tinfoil hats off let's assume that we know that that the truth is what what we know yeah and and even for pete rose let's say that pete rose he's telling
1: the truth okay so if pete rose is telling the truth i think that he was he's probably the least worst offender of of that entire bunch because if he was always playing to win and he was betting on his team to win and betting on other major league teams that maybe he had inside information on, but wasn't impacting the game, mm-hmm. I think that's the least worst of those of those sure. Teams. Okay. What's next worst? Probably PEDs because, that's, that's because PEDs thing. was widespread across every team. Yeah, you're handing them. And, multiple and so players. yes, you know, bonds against Sosa, if both guys hits a home run, does that sort of erase the impact to that game? You know, so I think because it was so widespread, I think you could make the argument that, yes, it did change the outcome of games. But because you had it on both sides, it made it somewhat equal. Yeah. And it's
0: not as blatant as the other two.
1: And then I think that probably Astros, assuming that Shoeless Joe Jackson absolutely threw the World Series to make money, I would say would be the worst one. Yeah. So Astros Uh, second worst and then worst would be the Shoeless Joe Jackson. But I don't think based on what I've heard, what I've read, that that's actually true. So then the yeah. Houston would actually the Houston, be
2: Houston, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, that's more fun.
0: <laughs> Houston's the worst ever. They are the worst. Oh. The
2: Houston Asterix.
0: The Houston Asterix. Oh, yes. <laughs> that's a
2: good nickname. That is good. Yep. Well,
0: no matter how you slice it, they are the worst. So are we a half hour in yet? Oh, we are 27 plus <laughs> minutes in. Yeah. We got to be quick on these good other Good stuff. <laughs> good stuff, Ben. Wow. Man, it's good to have you back. We got plenty of uh, contact. content. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Darren and I can just sit back. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. And, uh, you did
1: relax. an hour 15 without me last week. Don't that that worry is, about content. Did. That is true. <laughs> How is that we
0: possible? Didn't, we didn't have you here crapping on all the stuff that we want to talk about. <laughs> right. We had to finally get it out Might of our system. Might have been
2: a two-hour show if you were here, so. Yep. <laughs>
0: So uh, LSU beats Clemson, and uh, did you watch it, Daniel?
2: I did not, yeah, but I, uh, I heard it. that uh, Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, spread some uh, dollar bills on the field.
1: Yeah, gives was, to some players, oh, giving money away. Was Oh, so what's the issue? Was Is it fake money trying to or get real them in money? Trouble. Well, here's the thing, right? If Nobody's they lose their not- eligibility, most of those guys are probably going to the pros anyway. Yeah. So, <laughs> Who
2: gives a shit? <laughs> Might as well just hand real bills, huh? Oh man, good for him. I did not watch it, by the way. Uh, I didn't
0: either, but uh, Ben wanted to bring it up because uh, Coach O, there was an oh, yes. article you read, and um, I think it ties into USC. So so that's always fun when we can bring it back to us.
1: Yeah. Okay. And for those of you who are, who are my age or, or even a little, mostly probably a little younger with kids my age, you know that it's just difficult to get away and watch a three-hour game. So truth be told, I, I did not watch – Um, probably more than about three minutes of the national championship game. Mm -hmm. Uh, Congratulations, LSU! By the way, yeah. Uh, But my so after after they they have their big win and and you know win the their first title since Nick Saban was their head coach uh, back in the early two thousands, um, and and stole the USC title away that we should have gotten. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Um, the article comes out and and essentially just talks about Coach O's uh trajectory right so he was a player at lsu ended up kind of crapping out and then started joining the, the coaching ranks and then at some points just you know didn't even have a job and you know somehow came back as a coordinator ended up becoming a coordinator at usc and then when their head coach resigned became the head coach for you know a c se- like a half a season and and then sc essentially comes in and says yeah you're, you did great we're happy mm-hmm but you're not what we're looking for. And so then, you know, he's now out of a job, doesn't think that he's going to get a job anywhere else. And lo and behold, and it's one of these things where sometimes when you're just a good person, you land on your feet and, and everywhere that coach O went, and this is kind of what the article was saying is that people loved him. And, you know, he's being mocked a lot, especially this season, kind of all, all year, when you look at Dabo Sweeney, who's won a title, you look at Nick Saban, you look at the guy over in Oklahoma, the new guy, I can't remember his name. Um, you look at all these guys, and they're getting all the press. And then you get this guy with a southern drawl, real deep voice. You know, like just people make fun of him, and they just—he just he just doesn't fit. And Now, yeah. all of a sudden, he goes back to his alma mater, who he washed out as a player with, and he wins the national title. And so – I'm happy for the guy. Sure. And, and what it tells me is that he obviously has the pedigree mm-hmm. to recruit because how do you win in college football? Yeah. It really isn't. Oh yeah. And oh yeah. It's uh, uh, Lincoln Riley was a guy from Oklahoma. Sorry. Um, it's, it's about getting players and he relates to players and, and he was great at recruiting for USC when he was there. And so, you know, he, he, he knows enough to know what he's good at. He, 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 empowered an offense, a young offensive coordinator to run the offense because he was more of a defensive guy. So, you know, as a head coach and as a leader, the best part about being a leader or the best leaders know what they don't know. And yep. he know that he didn't know the offense. So he, he empowers the young guy to do it. He, he gets the talent in because he's just that kind of guy and has the ability to win. So here he is sitting as a national title head coach. And where is USC? You know, and, <laughs> and
0: sanctions, <laughs> sanctions,
1: and and so it, it goes to show you that you know SC just at the time didn't know what they were looking for, yeah. and 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 you know yeah. what they're still in that situation because they've now hired not hired they've re, they've brought re, back yeah. you know a coach that yes. who isn't the guy, and so I'll be I'll be the first one to admit that I was wrong on Coach O. I I, I don't know if we were doing the podcast at the time, but if we were. I would have told you that, you know what? He did great, but we need a big name at USC. We need a name like Urban Meyer or something like that. And you know what? All we needed was just to give our program over to a guy who was good with people, who who knew what he was good at and knew what he was not good at, but yep. empowered the right people in those positions. And and maybe USC moving forward shouldn't look to get the next urban Meyer. Maybe we just need to get somebody who's great with people and is a good recruiter because that's what wins. There you yeah. go. There is the Formula Four Six. You 6, want guys. the job, Ben? Uh I would uh You're pretty good with people. I am
0: feel good like with you, people. Could, you could you can know handle what?
1: it. I don't I don't you could uh yeah, I probably would do all program. right, but but uh, I I think <laughs> that uh, with this guy, I, I think that others would probably do better than me.
0: Oh, that's not the Ben Garcia I know. That's
1: fair and balanced. You know what? I, mean? I know what I know what I'm good at, and I know like that's going to people's yeah, houses. and you're and good sp- at
0: everything, according to you. No,
1: I'm not great at selling. I'm oh, not really? a salesman. No. no, like even in my dating life, like I took no for an answer. Like you walk up and you're like, hey, you know what? I'd like yeah, to take you on a date. And they say no. I go, great, nice to meet you. All right, you. Yeah. That's it. See you later. You know. So if I, you know if I, if I go to a player, I call him up and he says, yeah, I'm uh, I'm also talking to uh, to Alabama. I'm like, well, let me know how that goes. If you need me, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't think in that situation I would be the best guy. That
0: that's a good point because you're you're a talker. You have all of that. I, I'm the same way. I I if it's something I'm passionate about, yeah, I'm happy to talk about it. I love it. Yeah. But if you're not interested, the first no, it's like, okay, all right, see you later. It's, <laughs> yeah. It's like, I'm not going to- Sorry for bothering you. I'm <laughs> not going to push you. That's it. Yeah. James Whitlock, on the other hand. He would be fantastic. Yeah, that guy.
1: Honestly, if I was the head coach anywhere, he would be the guy that I would bring in to do that.
0: There you go. Ooh. Props up all to right. James. All right. Let's do it. Maybe we should start a uh, travel ball team or
2: something.
0: <laughs> and, and, uh, oh, yeah. Ben and James can
2: uh, recruit. Recruit, a, Yeah. There we go. I'm down for it. I'll we'll ah. just manage.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: oh, yes. I love
0: yelling at kids. Come on. Oh, yes, you do. And a, parents. Oh
2: yeah, and parents. Oh, yeah. they're the best to yell at. Yeah, you love it.
0: <laughs> oh, good stuff. Uh, let's move on, shall we? Fantasy sports finally got a uh chink in the armor there. Oh. Ben, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to bring this one up. It was a bachelorette. Yeah. Bachelorette, so, bachelorette. Is that why
2: we got the
1: story? Because the bachelorette was a Well, that's why I clicked. I'm the- like, the that's
2: probably why it made <laughs> it headlines. It was clickbait, so they got you.
1: Well, right, yeah. I mean, listen. At this point, Yahoo knows exactly what I'm looking for, so they feed my. I just imagine your front page right there. (laughs) My feed is Kardashians, Bachelor, Sports. Like it's it's my (laughs) smorgasbord of happiness. Oh, I love it. (laughs) So yeah, because she was a Bachelorette, Mm -hmm. because she got married on Bachelor in Paradise, which is my favorite of all of the Bachelor uh, shows. Yeah. I thought, well, you know, let me click on yeah. it. And so essentially what ended up happening was the the guy that she married from Bachelor in Paradise, the two of them got together, worked in cahoots with each other on one of the, the uh, $1 million Daily Fantasy uh, sports prizes okay. to win a million dollars. Wow. So let me read to you what they did. It says, after the victory gained attention, Daily Fantasy users... Uh, noticed that the two each submitted maximum of 150 entries allowed in the millionaire maker contest at $20 per entry. And that's fine within the draft King rules. Okay. What's not allowed is collusion between two players to build lineups. So out of the 300 combined entries, 298 of the, of the lineups were unique. Mm. And so because of that fact, now I'm not reading anymore, but because of that fact, They increased their chances of winning and ended up winning a million dollars. So when you do the math, at 150 entries per person, 300 entries, times $20 a person, that's a great rate of return. Oh, yeah. Now, they could have lost. and, And the article later on says that if you look at their history throughout the entire season, they've been doing it. And so, you know, who knows? Maybe they're still underwater. But the fact is, is that when two famous people you know, who were on TV win a million dollars. Sure. People start looking into it. So so anyway, I thought it was and this was this is like two weeks old. I actually had uh was gonna bring this up last Uh week, but it got sick. So I thought, you know what? Vic isn't here. I'm you know, let me let me bring it up and see what you guys think.
0: (laughs) I love it. I'm sure other people are doing it too. Absolutely. it's just too easy. Of course you can do that. I have multiple uh fantasy accounts myself on those things.
2: Yeah. So you're saying so since we're not you know in the media and we're not popular and uh, if if you guys figure this out I'll fund it and All if right. we win the million dollars I
0: mean we split it. Well, come on, don't, don't I, I, go, I funded the money. I funded eighty percent of it. I want eighty percent of the winnings. I had to set a
2: hundred and twenty lineups. Do you know how much time that takes? Hey, twenty percent is better than nothing. No, how
1: no. about that?
0: Twenty percent after taxes. <laughs> 40 percent well here's
1: here's my take on it right is that <laughs> look at us at, to your point <laughs> we're evil <laughs> you don't have i mean like you can have two separate accounts yeah that they don't know are even related yeah so yeah it's a rule but how many people at you know like okay so a hundred dollars or a hundred entries at twenty dollars a person is two thousand dollars yeah who has got Three thousand dollars sitting around, right? Because that's three thousand dollars per person. So each week, if they're spending six thousand dollars, you know, and that isn't even going to say you're going to win. It just increases your chances. Yeah. And so you know, yeah. Obviously, if you play long enough, you'll end up winning. Yeah. But the rest of the time, they're funding the winnings that go to other people. It's still,
0: I mean, anytime you can nudge those odds in your favor, that I guarantee you, probably those odds. Playing that many lineups, yeah, is it better odds than yeah. Vegas?
2: Definitely better in your favor. So, yeah, yeah.
1: And, and what? And DraftKings yeah. has every right to ban them, but then they'll just open up a different email address. They'll go oh, to, to another, account. Yeah. Of course they you will. you know, just like in Vegas, you know, like yeah. if you if you get banned at Caesars, you go over to the Palms, you know, like you just go to, and then yeah. it, it takes you years to burn yourself out. Yeah, yeah, and, and you know and, what? Good, good on you for having the capital to invest. And, you know, the know-how to be able to cheat the system. Yeah. That that's is, why it's called gambling. That is cheating exactly. that I can get behind. Yeah.
0: any right. Any time you can pull one over on the house, I'm for it. Well, technically, though. Counting cards, for it. Yeah. Um, this, I'm for it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Anyway. That cheating was, in absolutely.
0: the World Series? Nah. No,
1: no, no, no. That,
0: because, yeah, that's different. All right. But, Yeah. You pull one over on the house, why not? They're printing money over there at draft. <laughs> I'm trying sure. out loud. I'm sure, they are. Yeah. Did they have to give the money back, or it,
1: the article did not indicate whether they say, had to or not? Yeah. But I, I actually, I think what the article said was that they hadn't been paid yet because they're still investigating. Okay. They're going to
2: hold it in. They they probably yeah. will. They'll yeah. Probably won't pay it out. Oh, it's too bad. Well, oh well. Oh well. So next week, guys. At come least on. they have all that. Get my lineup for
1: me. They, they're still hot.
2: <laughs> there you go.
1: And they've got um, a ton of charisma.
0: All right, <laughs> we're uh, we're we're moving right along since we uh, got the cheating out of the way. We're at uh, forty-one minutes here. Yeah, uh, Benjamin, I you didn't. got another article that you brought in. This is a video, actually, and I feel like we need to play. The audio from this quick video clip, and then comment on it.
2: Ooh, uh,
0: good video. is always everyone, great for pod. Yeah, everyone. Well, you get the audio. I mean, yeah, you don't necessarily <laughs> need to see the pictures, I suppose. But uh, this uh, this will bring everybody up to speed, and then let's uh, let's give our hot takes.
3: A California couple tonight accused of luring thieves to their home and then assaulting them on camera in a case that raises important questions about who we ought to be punishing in this country. Chief Breaking News correspondent Trace Gallagher has more on this. Hey, Tucker, Visalia is between Bakersfield and Fresno. The first night, 25-year-old Corey Kernut and his 29-year-old wife Savannah Gralot moved into their Visalia home, a burglar broke into their car. A few nights later, it happened again. So the couple went on the offensive. They put a bike in their front yard and waited. And when someone tried to steal it, as they knew someone would, they ran out with baseball bats and beat the person, then posted the video on YouTube. This went on for months until the couple got arrested for assault. Police say they inflicted a variety of non-life threatening injuries on four people. Neighbors say it was a lot more than four, but nobody got arrested for stealing bikes. And police told us that's because the couple never reported the bike stolen, though in California, stealing anything under $950 is no longer punishable. By the way, the couple who took matters into their own hands has moved on, but neighbors say there hasn't been any thefts since they left. Oh,
0: man. <laughs> Wow, We got some vigilantes up there in the central
2: California.
1: Oh, yeah. Good on them, man.
2: Mission but, accomplished. I mean, nobody stole from them from that point on.
1: Yeah. And you know what? I'm okay. Listen, I'm okay with non life threatening injuries. <laughs> I don't. I don't I, and I guess it's because, like, I'm an honest person. And if I'm walking across, especially with kids, right? When you've got oh, yeah. kids, kids leave shit out all the time. And, you know, like, as a parent, like you're always trying to kind of clean up or whatever. But you know, if if my kid leaves their bike out on the front yard and they close the garage and I don't know it, you know, somebody can come by and take it. Now, if I'm walking by and I see it, I'm not going to take it. I'm just that guy that isn't going to do it. Yeah. And you know, if if there are people out there that that you know want to take it, and there's somebody out there with a baseball bat, <laughs> I'm like, you know what, you shouldn't have touched it. That's absolutely yeah. right. That's the way I look yeah. at it is that if you didn't touch that bike and you weren't dishonest, then you wouldn't have got your ass kicked.
0: That's karma. That's instant karma yeah. right there. Yeah.
1: Now, of course, like, you know, of it could it could get worse and, you know, like you could have hit him in the head with a baseball bat and they could have bled out. Like that's that's not appropriate. But you know what? A broken arm, I'm okay with that. Yeah. A bruise here and there, yeah. no problem.
2: Yeah, <laughs> non life threatening. <laughs> in the meantime, you're going to report it. It's going to go to the cops, and nothing is going to happen. If we
1: had more of that in society, more accountability, less shit would go down. And and it's it's the argument that you know the Second Amendment, right? It's like if you've got more guns out there, less people will do stuff. And and I'm not saying that's true or not. I don't know, but there is something. I mean, obviously this this report says if you get your ass kicked. People are less likely to go out and steal your shit, right? So
0: <laughs> we should point out that was on Fox News. That <laughs>
1: fair and balanced, man. That's from. where I get my news. It's fair and <laughs> balanced. Anyway, I thought it was. I, th- I thought it was funny, and and I well, I th- I thought that. Not- that what happened was funny, yeah. but I thought that the story itself, the fact that it's being reported on the news, was funny. So I wanted to bring it in.
0: Well, I, I, we're seeing more and more of this because y- you've seen those. uh th- Actually, it's like engineers who who develop these um, these packages oh, to put yes. on their doorsteps yes. to catch mm-hmm. because that's become a huge problem: is people swiping packages mm-hmm. off mm-hmm. of doorsteps, and they they like make these things that shoot out
2: glitter and oh, the and- glitter bomb issue. Yes, yeah. yeah. somebody steals like a uh, what looks like to be like a a pair of uh dre headphones or something like that they go to their house they open it and next thing you know they're being sprinkled with with tons of glitter and they'll develop them where they have cameras
3: Cameras so they can catch
0: the guy and the reaction and oh i I love all that i'm all for it i'm all for it and
2: i've even seen the instances where there's like bikes in the park and they they tie this 40 foot bungee cord to the bike and when somebody gets on the bike and they take off they just rip the bungee cord out and the bike goes flying and the guy just you know tumbles along and it's just really hilarious it's just like that a glitter bomb
1: <laughs> you know and and the flip good side, for them and the flip yeah. side of it is and and you know not not that I have empathy for the people that are stealing yeah but are they in a position where that's the only way that they can make a living you know and it's 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 a, it's a sad state of affairs. Okay. I, I, well, so, and I, ge- I generally, I feel that way, yep. but, um, do you guys know anything about Andrew Yang? He's the, the presidential candidate or on the democratic side for the 2020 election. He was on Joe Rogan. Um, it was actually in like February of 2019. So i I was a little behind in listening to the, to the, uh, interview, but if, if anybody has the opportunity after you're done listening to our show, of course, mm-hmm. Check, check oh, right. out the Joe Rogan interview with Andrew Yang from, I think it was February of 2019. And he talks about uh, really the the sad state of affairs with respect to Americans being able to get jobs and and how automation, right? If you just think about the jobs that used to be in existence, right? When you think about like box uh, stores, right? Mm-hmm. Macy's, JCPenney's, Sears. Yeah. How all of those are closing, with the exception of like Walmart and Target, right? So everyone that was employed in those positions no longer are qualified to do anything else that's more technical, right? Uh, when you look at uh, accountants and and the ability of computers to be able to just do a lot of a lot of those calculations without, you know, it's just programmed in. And what he was talking about with like um, uh, truck drivers, mm-hmm. that they're coming up with autonomous. Yeah trucks that are actually going to drive themselves, not in metro areas, but like cross country and how it saves companies money because you don't have to have a truck sit on the side of a road for 10 hours while somebody sleeps. Yeah, You can actually run them 24 hours a day. You can actually run them two feet apart from each other. So they share wind resistance and get better gas mileage. More watching. efficient. Yeah. You know, and so us as the consumer, we get lower prices because the cost of transportation goes down. So it makes us happy. But- what it happens is now you're displacing workers that are no longer qualified to do anything else and so it's this thing that's been happening over the last you know 10 or 15 years with just the development of computers and you know it's a problem that's not getting any better it's going to get worse and how do you now take all of these displaced employees who are not qualified to do anything new to get them actual jobs and are there jobs that actually exist and so the the whole idea behind the interview is what his solution is. And I'm not saying I agree or disagree with it. But I think if you have any interest in just where this whole thing is going, and why it's important to know what the issues are. And when you vote to vote for people that you think that are actually going to solve not only the problems today, but problems in the future. Listen to this, you know, if you're if you're on the Republican side, listen to it, not because you are going to agree with it, but just because you want to hear what the other yeah, side is. Stay and, if, and, if, and if you're liberal and you want one particular, you know, you want Joe Biden or you want Elizabeth Warren, listen to the other ones because you know what, they've got important things to say. And so I, one of the things that I've been doing is I've been trying to listen to, Joe Rogan does a good job interviewing yeah. and a lot of these guys go on his on his podcast. So listen to it. If, if you have the opportunity and it's, it's, it's a really interesting thing. So like with this, you know, bike thing, you know, who's to say that if you think about if that person has got two kids at home and he just needs to make a dollar to be able to put food on the table. Now, the way we think about it is he's going to go sell it and he's going to go buy drugs, right? Like it does make a difference as to where that money goes. But you know, like sometimes just desperate people will do desperate things. And so, you know, I, I think that my, my, my personal, like, you know, like, and I hate to say like, but my, my, my personal gut feeling tells me that, it's wrong, and, and he, that guy got what he deserved. But
0: well, of it's, course it's wrong by the, the rules that society has set up.
1: Right, and he gets what he deserves. But at the same time, you know, maybe that's just what he had to do to put food on the table. And so you kind of look at it both ways. It's, it's sad.
2: Yeah I, yeah. I
0: get it. I, I get it. But uh, it's still not okay. And yeah. you, you run that risk. It's, it's exactly like your carpool lane thing mm-hmm. or cheating. On, yeah. on anything, I feel yeah. like there's a common theme in this episode. Yeah. Really, it's uh, are you willing to risk it, or you and put fifty dollars
1: on the Patriots to win the uh, the uh, the Super Bowl <laughs> to win seven hundred or lose fifty <laughs> bucks? Well, guess what, That's Jeff and right. I we lost. Uh,
2: Not this season, guys. <laughs> made a deal with the devil. But yeah, no,
0: absolutely. I mean, you 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 want to venture into that shady territory, then then yeah. you got to be willing to. You know, deal with the repercussions yeah. of hey, whatever rice. that yeah. is. You know? Yeah. And and it turns out it's not just the law. Now it's vigilantes that have baseball bats.
2: Right. Oh man. Wow. <laughs> don't don't steal from Ben. That's
1: that's like yeah. stay off his lawn. <laughs> Honestly, I you know what? I I don't know where I, I saw this, but uh and, and, and I don't even know if it's true. But I heard it and I would like for it to be true. And that is that <laughs> homes that fly the American flag in their front yard are much less likely to get broken into because generally they are assumed by the uh, criminal that those are Second Amendment uh, people <laughs> oh, really? who have guns inside yeah, the home right to bear
2: arms. Oh,
0: wow.
1: <laughs> so, I, again, I don't know if that statement is true, but I heard it, and I would like to think that it is.
0: Interesting. I mean- I guess if I, I was I, looking I at it, if I had two yeah. houses, all things considered, and and they're the same house, and same cars parked out yeah. front, and one has an American flag and the other one doesn't. Listen,
1: James Whitlock lives in one house
0: and you live in the other. Yeah. No,
2: I'd oh. break into my house for sure. Definitely going Absolutely. to the Wilson house. Absolutely, I'd
1: break into my house. I'm going to
2: steal your garden gnomes. Yeah.
0: Although, I tell you what, if you break into James' house, you're getting some good whiskey. Oh yeah
1: Trust yeah. me when I tell you You're not walking out that house But you're not If he's You're <laughs>
0: not walking out that house No Definitely not Probably not Wow I feel like uh, We're we're under an hour And Ben Garcia's here That's like Hold a on first. I'm gonna give myself A standing you ovation You should Do there it is Do it Benjamin o. Well done Well and that's, done and guys And that's after
1: a holiday When I couldn't wait to be back
0: Oh good it's it's good to be back it, it is
1: by the way did you start your star wars uh series you mentioned them, no. Oh, I I no i haven't yet in fact i just watched and i it's funny because uh i have not seen uh any of the born movies past the first one okay oh so really i just actually How got through possible? all of those four uh or actually i think it's five movies they were fantastic but yeah they're good movies. uh no star wars is coming up okay and, and when i do watch it i will make sure that i bring it to the show Please uh-huh. do, please do. Love to hear that input right there.
0: I, th- I think you're going to hate it, but man, I'm excited <laughs> to hear what you. And know. I'm
1: not saying I'll get past episode four, but that's what I'm starting with.
0: Yeah, good, okay. good, good. Yeah, that's the way to do it. Yeah, agreed. You got to start with the classic, the original. You got to give it a little leeway because you I know, will. It was I'm going to watch the entire thing. This was made before we were born.
1: Yeah, you I'm going to go into it with uh, open, open, uh, an open mind.
0: Yeah, good, good. for you. Oh, love it. Wow, Ben. <laughs> I don't even know you anymore. An open yeah. mind. What the heck? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are out of here. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Guys and Shorts Pod. Uh, you know, all the other stuff. Hey, leave a voicemail for us 562 450 3356. And again, please, if you haven't done so, please review us. Or if you have reviewed us, um, apparently you can just make up a fake account. Have somebody else review us up to 120 times or whatever. Is it like DraftKings? There's, yeah, there's or? no crime in doing no, that. 150 yeah. $20 yeah. a pop. All right. Maybe you can just, I don't know if it works <laughs> the same, but just <laughs> review us. Review us, uh, subscribe wherever you're listening, and tell all your friends about this great podcast, Guys in Shorts. We are out of here. I'm Jeff Wilson. That's Darren Besa and Ben Garcia. See you next week.